to Co-op Mode. This is the official video game podcast of the Secret French Unite group. I'm your host, Todd Oxtra, joined by the producer extraordinaire, Mark the Canardian Carabin. How are you doing, buddy? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, um, round. So we're going into week three of working from home. But, you know, I'm trying to a little bit uh, distracted. And yourself, baby, uh, baby Carabin still cooking? Still, still cooking. Uh, I, I picked up stuff to uh, to paint the room and everything. We're ready to go. So, as soon as we finish recording here, that's pretty much my plan for the rest of the day, uh, possibly the rest of the weekend, is paint the room, get everything ready, uh, just in case um, there's an early arrival or anything like that. I mean, we're not we're not due till you know May twentieth, twenty second, whatever. Um, and I'm not. Just saying that they gave us two possible dates for some reason, but uh, I don't know if two days will make a difference. You know, uh, from what I've been told, they're always late anyway. So who knows? Could be June, but uh, I want to be ready. So there we go. And being stuck in the house, uh, might as well. I was going to say, might as well do something. And uh, I was going to say, paint fumes may or may not create mutant abilities in unborn children, (laughs) but don't try it, Mark. Don't, 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 don't tempt your wife to try that. I, I will. I will try not to create a mutant superhero. No problem. It's a good excuse for her not to have to do anything. And that voice you hear in the background—it's—it's that's it's someone that you may have heard on another podcast we do, Secret Friends Unite. That's Joseph Moran, Mister Badbit himself. What's going on, guys? Now I got a question for you, Mark. Uh, uh, yes. n- not you know, not about me. I want to know more about you here. Are you a little bit? Are you a little bit upset about this this kid? Like, are you a little bit upset at him? Because why May twenty second, very close to May 29th, Last of Us Part Two. It's like, <laughs> oh, come on, kid, you could have waited a couple of weeks, you know? No, you know what? I'm I'm not uh, not overly concerned. I'm, I I know my gaming will be changed, but. Uh, you know, if if I'm feeling like picking up that game, I'm sure I'll be able to scrap bits and pieces of it by. Uh, but you know, let's it's uh, we'll we'll see we'll see. Because like every every other parent except for Todd has this issue. I feel uh, where like on Twitter you're like, oh, so you know, I took the kids to like I don't know like karate or whatever, and I got five minutes to myself, so I played two minutes of Spider Man, and now <laughs> the kids are like climbing on me. Gotta go. I'm like, that doesn't sound fun. You know, mm-hmm. took the kids to soccer. Yeah. Couldn't, you know, I'm like, God, no. You know, I need me time. It sounds awful. So I don't. That's I, I, I think the switch is going to be good because I can just be like, you know, baby, just kind of like cradled and switch in handheld mode, and and just kind of like, all right, you know, like rock to sleep yeah. and whatever, and just kind of like chill on Animal Crossing, nothing too uh, like, loud and obnoxious, whatever. So, yeah, yeah. You're like, listen, kid, these these yeah. top loads aren't going to pay themselves off. Or <laughs> Daddy's got to yeah. work. Until... <laughs> Until I uh, until I start playing something like Rocket League or uh, or Fortnite and uh, you know die or lose or something like that and just start you know cursing br- uh, profusely and uh, yeah rocking yeah. the baby and it's just, just like that's, oh, you- that's that's their first word <laughs> yes oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah you get very like, crafty when you find gaming time I mean my son I mean I've got a couple pictures of him sitting on my lap as I've got a controller in my hand and and you know through the years you know my, my wife was like oh don't let you don't let him play violent games and so we started with Lego games and like that I mean it was funny though he played those like crappy knockoff like 
uh, VTech Smile Spider-Man game, oh, which was yeah, absolutely yeah. horrible. But it's got like learning and math. So Spider-Man defeats enemies by saying two plus two is four. Ah, oh my god, I miss that. That's comic book canon, isn't it? Yeah, it pretty much is. It's like the, it's like the Electric Company when Spider Man was on that, you know, some of the good stuff. But yeah, I mean, now it's like um, he's fourteen, and uh, really, it, I don't even know if he's alive half the time. It's like, are you still doing something? Are you still moving? Uh, yeah. So there you go. It finds a way, Mark. Give it fourteen years. Yep. <laughs> if 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 the first words out of my kid's mouth isn't "you goddamn noob," then I consider it a win. Yeah. I agree. Yes. So, guys, uh, what have you been playing? Joe. Ooh, man. Uh, you know, we got a lot of time on our hands, some more than others. Uh, so, I platinum Doom Eternal. Let's <laughs> get, get straight to the point here. Yeah, man. Doom platinum Eternal. Platinum Door. It, it, so, if you go to PlayStation Profiles, I think that's the... the it's a, it, the difficulties I get 2 out of 10. Like, you can... You can do this no problem whatsoever. Um, wow. It's just going to take a little bit of time. And there are multiplayer trophies to it as well. But uh, the multiplayer trophies are very easy to cheese as long as you got two other people. You can, you can get that out in, in about an hour or two. But other than that, Doom Eternal is a near-perfect sequel to an original game. Uh, it does everything that you want Doom to be, and then does it just not even like completely changes it, but it's a per it's a it's a perfect evolution of 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 a, of a game where in the beginning of the game, you know, in Doom 2016, you had to slowly learn your abilities. Where in Doom Eternal, it's just like no no no, you got to double jump, you get a dash in the first two levels. It's not a big deal, and with that the arenas open up to make it so that you're actually jumping from platform to platform. You have abilities that slow down time. So you can actually do awesome, like no scopes or like just grenade enemies from above. Like it does a great job at making the combat even faster without it overwhelming you while at the same time challenging you in the fact of, okay, doom. It's all about killing a certain enemy a certain way to get ammo, to get health, to get shields so that you can live on throughout the battle. It does a perfect job of executing that where your mind is always thinking about the next thing, how to get from point A to point B, how to take down, you know, demon Z through demon A, B, C, and D. And when it comes to the fighting, it's just picture perfect. It's, it's fantastic. The platforming, they introduced a lot more platforming this time around it's fine. It's serviceable. It's not the best, but because of the level design that is otherwise great when it comes to the, the, the arenas, um, they're way too long, which is weird that a game so good, you would think, Oh, I could be in this level for 18 hours, but sometimes levels that last for about an hour and 30 minutes. And you're just like, okay, I'm done seeing the scenery. Uh, My brain is no longer being challenged. Let's, let's get to the next thing. Right. Um, let's kind of cut to the pace. So sometimes I feel like the problem with Doom Eternal is that its platforming elements don't speak to the high, fast octane action that you get through the combat. And so mm. it kind of feels a little weird getting from point A to point B. That feels a little bit more slow, not methodical, but just slow. 
and where it, it the combat's so fast. So I think in the third game, they will definitely be able to take those elements and, and kind of rework them to make it so that levels last appropriately while still making you feel like you're challenged through the platforming like you are in the combat. But mm. other than that, like there's just small little nitpicks. And I mean, like, like levels lasting too long is a small little nitpick. Um, The enemy that the only enemy in the game that everybody seems to hate the Marauder. I don't know who thought that, that I'm just going to say it. don't know who thought that was a good idea to put in the game. Because yeah, the Marauder takes the, the problem with the Marauder is like doom. You're always going, you're reacting, but you're doing it proactively. Where in when you're fighting the Marauder, he has this shield, he has this huge axe, and he has this quick tell, where mm. where it's a it's a very small opening where you can attack and stun him, and then he also has this demon dog, and you have to be the perfect distance to get that tell to work, and then he does these crazy dashes that throw you off, so it's the first time in Doom where you're actually acting defensively, and mm. you're you're reacting in a defensive manner and it just kind of throws off the rhythm of the game and it slows it, it right down. It, yeah. It slows it to a crawl and you're just like, all right, man, like it, he just sucks. Like he's just really <laughs> like, I, I I'm, I'm surprised that there isn't a patch yet for him. And when it comes to the multiplayer oh, wow. as well. Yeah. When it, yeah. He's just, again, like he's become a meme at this point. And I'm just like, this is a really, <laughs> this is like, Oh, it sucks. Uh, and then the last boss is literally Andros. But other than that, like oh, again, nice. small, <laughs> small nitpicks all around. But like the boss fights, eh? The the Marauder fights, meh? And the multiplayer, not. Nah, it's forgettable. It's very forgettable. Okay. Very broken. Okay. So the game to me, amazing in its combat. Uh, the weapon design, insane, beautiful. Uh, the game overall fantastic it's just those small little gripes i have with it uh i i i at the end of the day if i had to like score this obviously it's a strong recommend it would be a nine for me i think 8.59 is a great way to go i think the shooting mechanics are just they're just one of the best if not the best in a video game like a solo experience that i i don't see any other game really accomplish that's it that's all uh, did you get the unicorn uh costume no, no, I, I need to link my family's Amazon account to me, to my Twitch Prime. And then it's I pretty awesome. It. Uh, yeah. Mark, have you seen the, 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 the Doom Unicorn? Yes, yes, I have. It's beautiful. It's fantastic. Yes. My son's actually playing Doom 2016 right now on Game Pass, um, and he is enjoying it. And I mean, it's the right time. He's 14 now. I he, he can handle certain things. Um, not great for little kids because it is pretty gory and stuff like that. But uh, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I, I th- I'm excited for this game. He's excited for it too when it finally when he can finally play it. And what well, the big innovation was what the grapple the grapple which is part of the shotgun. The grapple is so dope to the super shotgun. And on uh, and and at the end of the day too, the only small little gripe is like just give me more ammo. Just give me more ammo because Super Shotgun, mm. chef's kiss. But I will say this. I got ready for Doom Eternal by playing Doom 2016 on PlayStation Now and streaming it mm. on PlayStation Now. Wow. And it was cool. fantastic. Very cool. I, I only, there was only like two or three hiccups out of like the 15 hours I played of it where like it, 
Not bad. Like, yeah, there was like a signal disconnect looking thing, and I was still able to play. Like, streaming's getting there, especially on the services that you didn't think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, it, all the people that really were at the start of Doom and, 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 and really brought their technical specs, I mean, they were basically the, the gurus of tech specs. Remember when Doom 3, how it looked on the original Xbox and how awesome it looked? I mean, their games look awesome and are solid as hell. I don't know anybody makes yeah. a game that plays as well without hiccups in a first-person shooter sense. Um, maybe maybe he, Halo or something like that. But those games, and they 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 play well even on crappy systems like PC. So I mean, <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, again, I yeah, I really, really got to jump into this game. Yeah. Yeah, something you guys have both been playing, and I played a little bit, and my son has been playing a lot, is Animal Crossing. Um, did you guys buy three extra switches so you could play on three different islands? No, but I did buy the Satisfy Grip for the Switch Lite. Ooh, very nice. Yeah, super comfortable. So I, I literally just started playing it for realsies uh, last night. And like before you called me, I was literally for 10 minutes just playing the Switch, just picking weeds. And I was like, <laughs> all right, I get this. This is great. Yeah. That is oh. how they get you. You start picking weeds, and then suddenly you're buying recipes for DIY giant robots that you're going to set up to fight your DIY giant Godzilla monster. I really hope that's real. <laughs> I, uh, I've i seen uh, some really cool creations. People are putting album covers in their house. Um, yeah. I mean, just the themes they're doing. My son made a tarantula room, which I guess is a thing. <laughs> That's such a like that is that is going around. I, I've seen that in a few different groups of like just people either building tarantula rooms or walls, and they just stack the tarantulas up and build like a, a wall or a little tunnel kind of of, of tarantulas. Um, I don't know about uh, I don't know other people can do that. I, when I catch a tarantula, I sell it because I want them bells, so I can get my giant robot monster and my giant. Godzilla monster. Yeah, everybody's uh, like afraid of this tarantula, and I'm just like, <laughs> I get it. They're scary. I don't why why put it in this beautiful little game. <laughs> I uh, I got bit by one tarantula. I was just running towards the beach, and I stopped on the beach, and I had my fishing rod out, and the like. It, there was like zero time. It was just like this thing just got me. It was just oh my god, it's crazy. They're like yeah. the Mister X. Of Resident Evil <laughs> to show up out of the blue, <laughs> get you. Yeah. You can't kill it. Yeah, my son was yeah. farming them, and he would get hit by one and get go back. And I'm like, wow. I mean, uh, this is my first time ever playing an Animal Crossing game, and we only have one Switch. I have no intention to buy another Switch to get a different island. So I'm on his island, uh, and it's funny. I'm trying to be creepy to him. So basically, <laughs> I'm leaving like notes and says, "I'm watching you." <laughs> Um, and it's funny he got jealous because celeste talked to me he goes celeste hasn't talked to me so i'm trying to really be take this in an opposite way and i don't know how other families are dealing with this when they realize that you need multiple switches to play multiple games but i know people have said well dupling duplicating items and stuff will piss off kids and you know the 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 save and this but i mean the best way to make siblings hate each other is effing up their island, and that's what they will do, or they'll try to. Do. So I don't care what anybody says; it doesn't bring families together. It hurts families. 
It's it's breaking them apart. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Is your brother is playing it, Joe? Exactly. Why we have no. two switches? Yeah, like we're a two switch family. My brother is a super casual uh, gamer. Like, uh, you know, he'll play Legend of Zelda. He'll play Mario. He loves Mario, but like, like Animal Crossing isn't his jam. Like, it's literally le- like Zelda, Mario, any superhero video game he'll play, and 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 any Star Wars thing, and that's about it. And and Mark, your wife's playing it, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, heavily. Uh, we we have two switches uh, specifically for this game. My wife's um, last year before we knew the game was going to be delayed. Uh, on the same day, the, the the way I convinced her to uh, not slit my throat for getting an Xbox One X was uh, buying her a Switch on the same day. I was like, "Here's your pretty thing, ha ha ha!" Power. Uh, it was great. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, she's had a Switch for a little over a year. And, I mean, she loves, like, the Lego Harry Potter game and uh, Mario Kart. And, and, you know, there's a few different games. But, like, Animal Crossing is her jam. She put, like, a thousand hours into the uh, New Leaf, I think, on, on 3DS and uh, is is loving this game. So we have two Switches, two islands. It's it's great. It's it's. Uh, it's such a wholesome, nice little game that I, I think it came out at such a perfect time too. like Absolutely. everyone just we, we have the time to put into it. It's calming. It's, uh, you know, it's great. Well, that and Doom, I find are, are two they both launched and I think we, we needed those for various different reasons. Animal Crossing can calm you right down. But if you're feeling like a little let out that aggression or something like that, right? Doom is right there to let you just punch some monsters in the face and send those demons back to hell. And then you go back and you're like, hey, Isabel, what's up? I was just talking to your best friend, Doom guy. (laughs) We had a good time. You want to help me set up a new bridge? All right, cool. That's great. Here's some some cherries. It has... has, It has definitely. Uh, my son's doing the same thing. The Doom. He's playing 2016, and he's playing this, and he loves the memes, the Doom animal, the yeah. the videos of. Uh, have you guys seen the claymation Doom uh, video no. that somebody made? It is phenomenal. I'll have to share it to you, but it's pretty cool. Please. People are just having a, a ton of fun. I love it because, yeah, I mean, there hasn't been a lot of big games this year. I mean, obviously, more things are coming the next couple of weeks, but um, this has been the perfect time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. pretty great. Yeah, like my favorite one is still uh, the Animal Crossing. Like, well, there's one with Isabel and Doom Guy killing a whole bunch of demons, which I find hilarious. Yeah, but my favorite one is still them having a concert. It's Doom music, and everybody's yes. like, "Yes, in the in the goddamn pit." <laughs> yeah, I like the little. It's a computer animated one of uh, the Doom Guy teaching Isabel how to shoot the shotgun and she shoots it once and flies back off stage and then she like (laughs) or like off screen and she slowly like walks back with this determined demon killing look on her face and she still has the shotgun and he's just like yeah you go kill him (laughs) it's just it's just so cute I just the marketing for that has been a gift just a gift Yeah. yeah and I love that the Animal Crossing development team loves all the artwork and stuff that people are put, putting out. Like they did an interview and they were like, yeah, we see it. We love it. So I'm still really hoping that there's like a doom guy helmet or something that you can put in your house. And Isabel will give it to you and just be like, here, this is my best friends. Uh, you want you to have it and just like <laughs> hand it over. And you could just display that on your wall or have something like rip that. and tear. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when, when so Nintendo's... When Nintendo's taking Mario out of dreams, but they're embracing this, it's such a weird yeah. time we live in, guys. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. 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 And and Mark, you're just you're just I mean, you're playing something odd. And I'm like looking at this, I'm like, this game is still around and you're playing it. Evidently. Uh okay, so this was not on my radar forty eight hours ago. Uh so this is this is very new to me. Uh, Elder Scrolls Online. I, I now across various platforms, I've probably put in several hundred hours in Skyrim, but have never been like a big Elder Scrolls. Like I've never gone deep into the lore or anything else. I've just happened to have Skyrim on 360, Switch, PS4, Xbox One, like where wherever I've, I've at least put a little bit of time in. But it really dove deep into Switch. Um, but a couple of days ago, or a day, about a, yeah, I don't know, yeah, two days ago maybe, um, a friend of mine from when uh, from from like growing up that uh, messaged me, my brother, and a couple of other of our friends, and said, "Guys, I love Elder Scrolls on, online. I've already put in about two hundred hours, but I want to start a new character, but I want." a team. I want to start a little guild, look into this game. And at first I was like, dude, I've got a kid on the way. I've got like no interest in starting some MMORPG crazy, whatever bullshit. And I'm not going to spend money on it uh, because, you know, I didn't realize that this game was on game pass. Mm-hmm. So the second I saw the base game, at least now that the expansions are still, you know, pay to play or whatever, uh, you know, as, as regular expansion is, but uh, to start off, Elder Scrolls Online, I was like, sure, I'll check it out for free. So, uh, yeah, the other day we um, we all jumped in and we all built our characters together. And he was kind of guiding us through. So it's nice to have that Gandalf dude uh, to, to be like, here, little hobbits, here's how to create what, you know. And, and he's kind of making sure that, okay, if I'm a two-handed weapon expert, uh, you know, someone else has... Uh, magic or if I'm doing you know like a crazy whatever uh, blacksmithing kind of thing someone else is going to be working leather or wood or something like that right so he's kind of guiding us through to make the right decisions as we start because I have experienced that in Skyrim where you get 15 20 hours in and you're like ha 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 I zigged when I should have zagged guess it's time to start this over again and Deleted off my system for a couple of weeks until I calm down. Uh, so it's it's cool, man. I I, I like it. Yeah. Um, it's it's all right. I, I'm very early on, but uh, we have our little um, Tiger King squad. And King. <laughs> oh, <laughs> who's Joe Exotic? Is there a Joe Exotic? <laughs> I, honestly, I haven't watched that show. My brother, I I, oh. I said I think we need a guild name, and my brother was like the Tiger Kings, and I was like, none of us are the cat people. That doesn't even make any fucking sense. So, and he was like, no, 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 it's like the Netflix show. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah okay, fine, I'll, I'll watch that eventually. Dude, uh, I watched. I literally, I listen. I know this is for this is, this is for Secret Friends Unite, but I have watched all of it in the span of two days, and I'm a changed man. <laughs> I've got two down, Joe. I tried to get my wife into this, and I'm like telling her by like by episode three when it opens up, I'm like, this is going so many places I didn't even expect. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! Once you're at the end of like episode seven, you're just like, how did we 
get here. <laughs> did you see the cat? By the way, I'm, yeah, this is a complete pivot. But did you see who's going to be cast in this movie? Kate McKinnon is going to be Carol Baskin. Wait, are they really making the movie? They're making they're making like a miniseries or a movie. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> and all these celebrities are like uh, embrace like Jared Leto is like cosplaying as Joe Exotic doing a let's watch. Oh, my God. I'm lost. <laughs> And like here's the thing, like Jared Leto is like one step away from being Joey Exotic at this point. Exactly. Yeah. Or Joe Antle or, or Dr. Uh, what is Bogdavon Antle. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, that guy. Mark, Mark, you have to watch it with you, have to watch. you guys. It, it is will... it is high on my list of things to watch. It is For so sure. addictive. It's one of those yeah. just one yeah. more. Just one more episode. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, uh, one question yeah. about Elder Scrolls though. <laughs> sure. Get back, guys. Yeah. Is is the combat like like Skyrim combat, or is it more like the the um, I attack, wait, attack? Like you're not actually hitting, no, you're not it's, actually. It's, no, it's it's Skyrim very much combat. Skyrim. Okay. Like everything is very much like if Skyrim was a shared world. Like it's it's the everything kind of looks the same. The combat's pretty similar from what I've seen so far. Um, you know, you have different things you can bind to different buttons on the controller and, and whatever to, to do different attacks. Um, but it's, yeah, our trigger and you're, you're running nice. right up to, to hit people and stuff like that. It's, it's pretty solid so far. Honestly, I, I wasn't sure if I was going to really dive into it, but from what I've seen, yeah, as long as the crew kind of stays there, like, I think I spoke about this last time, you know, a lot of the games that I play, I'm not playing it for the game. Uh, Fortnite, Rocket League, Minecraft, whatever, I'm oftentimes not playing the game for the game. I'm playing it for the shooting the shit, hanging out with my friends, yeah. doing that kind of stuff. And this group is a lot of the group I used to play uh, Gears of War and Halo with back in the day. So we've kind of all gone off in our, our different ways and live in different places, but there's another one with a kid on the way in another month. So I'm thinking that he and I will have about the same ability <laughs> to play this game, I guess. Uh, so yeah, so it's, it's uh, you know, it's cool to reconnect with these guys and see kind of where they all are. Um, obviously, you know, I've kept in touch with my brother a lot more than, than a couple of the other guys. So it's cool to like, kind of catch up and, and do this. And, and if elder scrolls online is the game that brings that together, cool. If we play this for a couple of weeks and then say, you know what, we don't have the time to all grind up. Like some of us are level 70 and the other, you know, some of us are level 15, Maybe let's play Gears of War. Um, cool. But it's, to me, it's just a cool way to reconnect with these guys. Very cool. Very cool. Mm. Well, very quickly, I'll go through my stuff because it's not going to take yeah. long. I beat Ori. Absolutely love the game. Ooh. But that game is technically a disaster on Xbox One S. I mean, yeah. I, oh. I didn't play one session where I the, the character was paused for literally 10 seconds at a time. Oh, and it was painful. I mean, I lost lives because of it. Um, I had uh, moments in a chase scene. And and Joe, if you've played it, you know, those chase scenes um, where part of the level wasn't um, triggering the effect you needed to actually progress. And it happened at Logan as well, which is crazy. And um, it also had that the, there's a chasing at the end where I almost gave up on the game and it gave me a blister on my thumb. It was so frustrating. I'm like, wow. I like the, the chases, but this was just to the point where you had to be so precise and perfect. 
and you always had to start at the beginning and there was no mid chase sequence save which just drove me nuts because I'm like, I've, I've gotten so tired of doing this one part over and over again. The part I have to actually get better, I don't have enough times at it to actually perfect it. So, um, But the game is beautiful. Wow. I love how it ended. And this convinced me to do something stupid. Mark, I already mm-hmm. told you what I did. But I am getting an Xbox One X. And you ask why, Todd, when something else is coming out? Because I found one for $230. Okay? Yeah. yeah. Super cheap. Yeah. That will tide me over until the next Super Xbox Series 12 <laughs> is out in three years. Because, guys, we are going to get iterative consoles. It's just it's just the state, yeah, of, yeah. It's the state where it is. That next system will be better. It'll run mm-hmm. hotter, like cooler, faster. There'll be more games specifically for it that you can then only play on that system because that day will yeah. come. So to me, the Xbox One X, it's going to be a beast of a machine anyways. I mean... It's it, and, and quite honestly, if they're going to keep putting out exclusives for that system, makes a lot of sense. I'll sell my Xbox One S. Uh, my only problem is like, yeah. and I, I like because you know I had Trevor Starkey on my show, and he was just like, "Yeah, the game, I, I'm playing on a basic S. The game crashed on me seven times, and I was like, that's and like frame rate yeah. issues. He still loved the game, but like." Yeah, that is my only problem, and I do, and it is something that I do need to see to believe of. How is uh, the Series X going to be affected, held down by the Xbox One S? Because how is a game like Halo Infinite going to run? Like I, 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 I'm not doubting it's going to run really well on a Series X. But how is that actually going to run on an Xbox One X? How is that even going to run on an Xbox One S without holding down that higher higher uh, uh, hardware or forgetting about the previous? That That's a balancing act that I don't know how you're going to achieve. I hope they're going to achieve it. But like that that's my thing of, of uh, yeah, this these iterative consoles. I don't know how I feel about them yet because we all have iPhones or, you know, whatever, like after the next uh, like iOS update that that phone becomes irrelevant or it becomes so laggy or so yeah. slow that it's kind of forcing you to upgrade anyway. So like, again, yeah. I'm I, as much as I love what a lot of the, what Xbox is doing, that's the one thing where I'm just like, eh, okay. Yeah. I mean, the biggest Choice. concern I have is, Yes, there's min and max PC specs. I get that. Yeah. But you don't go back eight years and expect to run a modern game on an eight-year-old PC. You just don't. It doesn't make any sense. It actually mm-hmm. limits you. It's kind of like when we had oh, what was it? Shadows of Mordor um, where the PS3 version couldn't do the Nemesis system, couldn't yeah. do certain things because the hardware limited what the designers can do. And I know they're going to say it's a, it's a sliding perspective. It's supposed to be easy for devs. If you have to worry about a system that's essentially almost 10 years old tech – versus the highest, you are going to have exceptions to the rule. Um, and, and you are those, going to have people that are going to be coding for the, the, you know, the thing that's the most popular. And so like, what are you going to, what are you going to prioritize? Are you going to prioritize the thing that has probably hopefully in a year, 10 million units sold, or are you going to code for the thing that has over 50 million units sold? Yeah, no. and it's only it's oh. only first party that was committed to that. A uh, third party has not said our new games yeah. will be playing on those systems, and it'll yeah. be interesting to see what they do. And the last thing you want is disappointed um, Xbox fans that said, "Well, I was told it was going to be good on my system, but yeah. when Halo Infinite on the launch Xbox, you know, is seven twenty, maybe six forty p, is limited. Maybe 
I don't know. That's one of those things that's going to be a slippery slope. But that's why I feel confident going to the Xbox One X because it mm. is still going to be a beast. 4K, I mean, all those things. And if it gets me just you know 4K at 30, I'm fine with that too. But it's, it's still something yeah. I want to have because the other tail of the tape is Control. I play that on PS4 Pro. And mm. that had struggles struggles with playing well. You'd come back from pause, and your character, you'd see her zoom, and everything slowed down. I had performance issues with that. Um, so I'm a little concerned. So the Xbox One X will most likely be my uh, uh, third-party games mm-hmm. console. And then the PS4 Pro will be my exclusives. And that's why I will be getting a PS5 at launch, because as far as we know, that's the only way you're going to be able to play those new exclusives. So, yeah. uh, But Control was great. I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, there was once again a level that I felt like was driving me insane. Um, and I, my son kept asking me, Dad, aren't you done with that? I'm like, no. There's no midpoint save. You keep doing this damn thing. It's one little thing gets you, and it's like, ah, oh, drives me nuts. And the map in Control still sucks. Yeah. What the hell? I mean, I, I God, I, I, I just, I'm having the same thing with a map in, um, oh, uh, Dark Siders Genesis. Mm. They have a map where your character isn't even indicated on the map where you're yep. at. Ugh. Yep, and it's Fuck such me. a crime because that game is so good, and it's just like those little yeah. things. It's just like, come on, guys, yeah. come on. How how many decades have we had map systems? We can't. Yeah, right. <sighs> Crazy. It's so dumb. Yeah, uh, but yeah, control, and I eventually will play um, the uh, the the DLC. But I think what I'm going to wait is until it's out on PS5. And well, I did hear great. that, and I, I think it, the patch is out in April. They, they finally have a, pa- a patch that's going to uh, get get rid of all the bugs or a lot of them at least. Well, Let me just make sure. I did well. I did. I did. They did have the patch. I played it with the patch. Okay. Still, still iffy. The map was a little bit better, but not much better. So there you go. But the but the uh, DLC for that game looks awesome. Um, new powers and certain things like that. And then lastly. The long-awaited game I mentioned to you guys before we started, the Weezer game. Weezer created a game for the launch of their new album, I believe, and it's a side-scroller. You pick the member of the band you want to play at. You've got a, a, a <laughs> you've got a laser pistol. The song is playing in the background. It's one level, and as soon as you start progressing the level, it basically says, "You found the warp thing," and it takes you through. And there's all these memes, Weezer past memes, the the cat. Um, the ladies, you know, complaining at the cat meme, and then you get to this boss battle. It's fun. You beat the boss, and then you go to try to progress this next level. And as you die, it asks you like trivia about Weezer, and half of it's like sarcastic stuff, like how many good Weezer songs were there? Like three, maybe. <laughs> they're they're like self deprecating. And I finally got to the wow. end of the level after that. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get something. They said, oh, if you beat it, you'll get something. I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. Maybe like a free download or something like that. I beat it, and it Rickrolled me. Sent me to a Rickroll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Oh, oh yeah, my so God. It's, so it's out there. It's on PC. Uh, any browser, actually. Yeah, Play I, it, guys. It'll take you I like five minutes. Like. I just clicked on it. Oh, my goodness. I just clicked on it to see if it was a trailer. No, yeah, I'm playing a game right now. Holy crap. Yeah, it's WASD. Uh, you can, I think, shoot with your mouse. It's great. Just, just yeah, play it. It's incredible. free. It'll take you like five incredible. minutes, and it's, it's, it's a goofy, fun game. But there you go. Uh, free to play. Uh, more uh, fun for everybody. Okay. Well, we'll um, 
transition. Sorry, guys. A lot of games to talk about, which is more fun, though, than talking about some beer flu. Um, we're going to get into some stories. These are be we'll just do some quick, uh, you know, takes on what you guys think about these stories. First one, um, we got the specs revealed uh, since we last uh, talked, Mark, about uh, both PS5 and the Xbox Super Xbox, as we're going to call it now. Mm hmm. Um, and you know, there's been a lot said about the way Xbox has done it. Xbox has done it more entertainingly, um, more flashy. They've shown more, uh, PlayStation did a weird, which was a GDC type of conference reveal. Lots of deep nerdy spec talk. Mark Cerny with his ASMR voice perspective and a weird, like fake crowd, which I found even worse and weird. Yep. Bizarre. Nobody really thought yep. it was a great presentation. I think Sony was plugging in this weird presentation because a placeholder because they needed something. They had the GDC talk already planned. I don't know if it was supposed to be a recorded thing in the first place. Don't know. Um, but yeah, we have the tale of two tapes. Um, I'd say my key takeaway from this is Xbox is going to be more powerful. The Xbox Super Xbox is going to be more powerful. Um but PlayStation is focusing on some unique things, which I find interesting mm-hmm. in regards to hard drive and uh, 3D audio and positional audio. Um, but guys, I think they're both going to play awesome looking games. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I think at the end of the day, these specs, uh, who has more teraflops or who has this or that, um, I, I highly doubt we will find that much of a difference when it comes down to it because the exclusives are still going to be exclusive and the third party games right now we see comparisons all the time or we did especially at the start of this generation of here's call of duty or here's the witcher or something running on a playstation 4 and an xbox one and then when the new ones came out it's here's this running on a ps4 and a ps4 pro and an xbox and an xbox one x and Yes, there were subtle differences across each of those. And yes, if you were really paying attention, you could see those. But a lot of time it was, here, we're going to pause the screen. And then you can see the detail in the grass or the detail in the trees or the detail in the armor or something like that. And how often are you, unless you're doing a photo mode, pausing a game to look at those things? So realistically, I think they're going to look fairly similar across the board the next call of duty is is hardly going to matter if you're playing on a ps5 or an xbox one x the ps5 might have some cool things with the haptic controller the xbox one x might look a little shinier or series x might look a little shinier um but at the end of the day i don't think it's going to matter yeah yeah i i, I agree 110 with you mark to me um, looking at the GDC conference, right? So, like, I think a lot of people were bummed out by PlayStation's uh, showing, including myself. Um, I knew exactly what I was getting. Mm-hmm. But when I ask other fans, they're like, yeah, we're going to see a game. We're going to see this. We're going to get this announced. Bloodborne 2 is going to be here. And it's just like, expectations. Let's, 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 come on. This is meant for GDC. And I don't think, I think if PlayStation walked out there, uh, it, it, with the with their original tweets being, hey, we're the road to PlayStation Five. Like it was, there was no expectation they were building, so everybody was thinking. And you look at 
every single YouTube like you know channel, even probably even myself included, going PlayStation Five reveal, and it wasn't a PlayStation Five reveal. It was a PlayStation Five talk, spec talk, a deep dive into the specs of the console, um, and and you you never heard them even say, hey, we're revealing the PlayStation Five. It was just a deep dive, but we just kind of all assumed. So I think mm-hmm. first and foremost, PlayStation was too broad with its language to begin with, and then starting. Uh, the one critique that I can give as the PR guy, why there, there's two, three things really. Why did you have this as a YouTube premiere? Why didn't you just have it as a YouTube video you dropped? Like, yeah. because the first thirty seconds is um, is Jim uh, uh, Jim Ryan going on stage showing this was supposed to be at GDC. Things happened. This is a, now our TED talk, and right. if that was. If it was presented in not this awkward manner, if there was literally a screen where Jim Ryan, kind of like how we saw with the Nintendo uh, Direct Mini, kind of had that little brief statement in the beginning. If Jim Ryan was just like, hey, guys, this is our plan. This was our plan. This was our roadmap. Mm-hmm. Um, but things changed. So we're going to be doing this. Uh, it's for developers first. We're trying to speak directly to all developers. But and this is the simplest way to do that. But. We know you're excited as well. So understand going in, this is meant for developers, but this is the specs of the PlayStation 5. Now we're going to let Mark Cerny talk. And when Mark Cerny did talk, he did do some cool things where he was just like, yeah, everybody kind of talks about teraflops, but it is just a marketing number. Here's the things that actually will matter about a console. And do deep dives on that. Some of the deep dives were unnecessary, like how hard drives worked. But I appreciated those (laughs) things. Uh, but what I didn't appreciate yeah. is like Mark Cerny going out, going, uh, yeah, uh, uh, the the top 100 games, almost all of them will work. It's like, wait, what? What did that mean? And there was several mm-hmm. days of clarifying what backwards compatibility looked on the PlayStation 5. Now, it's not perfect on Xbox either. They flubbed their, their wording on that as well. But really, really stepped on on, on their own feet there. Uh, and then when Mark Cerny's like, hi, I have taken pictures of people's ears <laughs> and we'll get more ears. Uh, just give me your ears. You're uh, a fetish. I'm hungry. Oh my yeah. God. Oh, what is, dude. what am I watching? So the presentation was pictures of your feet. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be looking at your ears on the PS five. Just for my own like, personal reference. <laughs> I like pinky toes. Uh, for no other reason. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Uh, it's deeply sexual, but like, <laughs> so, like I, 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 one thing I do wish they would have shown, you know, it's funny cause they showed that, remember the infamous, not infamous, but I mean, they showed what, Hey, this is what P, uh, uh, Spider-Man looks like on PS4. Here yes. it is on the PS5 mm-hmm. video. They didn't even show that. I mean, it would have been just that. neat to show like some, show something that looks like represents yeah. what the thing will do because right now he's just very vague. It's like a PowerPoint yeah. presentation that, you know, yeah. eh. but the, you know, the thing I, I for me, okay. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, the the one thing, though, of all these things that we talked about, I don't think a lot of these things will be very noticeable in most people. But I will think what is very noticeable is load times because <laughs> control. Every time I die, I have a 25-second 25 25 wait to get back into it again. Yeah. Load times are something everybody experiences, and they're not fun. They suck. It gets you out of the game. It's one more time for you to then, oh, I'll just look at my phone, and my yeah, soul will say, know. Dad, are you going to play the game? Yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah, I better do that. Um, so to me, 
I think that's fantastic. Both systems are going to do it very fast. But the funny part is people thought the Vita memory cards were expensive. Any way to add your extra storage in this is going to be expensive, no matter who you buy it from. Yeah, it's yep. the PS5, uh, those those uh, uh, and those SSD NVMe cards or yeah. the mm-hmm. Xbox Seagate one terabyte cards. Um, guys, storage, super fast storage is going to be very, very expensive. Now you can yeah. swap your your I guess you can just load your games and store them on your old USB hard drive, but you can't play them off of them, especially this is the funny part. The old games on Xbox One, Super Xbox, whatever we're going to call it, um, that are supposed to be optimized for the Series X, that what they call it, smart delivery, whatever, will add to things. You can't play the old games off the X, the 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 old hard drive if you want them to be optimized. So, yeah. quite yeah. honestly, backwards compatibility with those extras will be at a cost of how much you can actually put on that hard drive. Yeah, and, and for, I, I hope they figure sorry. this out. Uh, I, I hope they figured this out the same way Apple did. Uh, it's it's not ideal, but if you look at, uh, I think the iMac right now is still the the only computer without yeah. a, a solid state drive. But it has a Fusion drive. So how the Fusion drive works is it mm. looks at what you're using the most and it puts that on the solid state. And anything that you're not really using and it doesn't need to load super fast, it puts it on the hard drive. But it handles all of that seamlessly. And I hope that Xbox and PlayStation can both figure that out and say, okay, you know what? You have an external hard drive. You didn't want to put the money up for an extra terabyte of super fast SSD. Which is a great option. I'm happy they have those options for people that want them. But if I want to plug in a four terabyte regular hard drive, I hope it can just say, okay, cool. Well, you haven't played Gears of War 6 for a couple of months. So we're going to offload that to this hard drive. It's still going to be there. It'll take a couple of minutes to you know, swap some things back and forth from the SSD to the hard drive, whatever. Next time you want to fire up that game, but we're going to handle that for you. I hope it's so seamless that you don't get stuck with, uh, you know, clear off some space. We know you have four terabytes over here, but, uh, you know, middle fingers for you, you got to clear it off manually. (laughs) Like I just, I really, I want, I want, if this is going to be smart and fast, put the emphasis on smart because we're already there with the the fast stuff that's going to be handled by the ssd yeah Yeah, and this will be the first 4k generation we've had 4k in this generation but all the games will be basically 4k assets so those call of duty marky we talked about the 150 gigabytes with a then 50 gigabyte patch you're gonna probably and and i know people said well sony only has 825 it don't matter you're maybe gonna get six 4k games on that hard drive regardless so let's not parse Mm -hmm. the 120 gigabyte difference it's gonna be it's gonna be dicey how we do this especially with the suspend state right that xbox is gonna offer playstation will probably do the same thing Mm -hmm. um i'm guessing those games have to be on that core hard drive to do that but i'm not sure maybe you don't have to do it for the the old games either yeah. See, the, at the at the end of the day, I think the biggest problem was they said a lot of things. They didn't show you anything, yeah. um, and that that was the biggest that was the biggest takeaway. Because if you just showed Spider Man loading as fast as it did, mm-hmm. bam, that's awesome. I'm in. Uh, it, it shouldn't take a bunch of developers the day afterwards going, guys, we're not owned by Sony, but this is actually excites us more than the Xbox, and this is the reasons as to why. Like, it shouldn't take that. It shouldn't. Uh, they got cool tech. They should be able to show it to us at least a little bit, but they didn't. And I think that's the biggest downer because the th- it, it, it's it's crazy that the things that I'm hearing about the PlayStation excite me way more than the Series X does, 
but the Series X has shown me things to get excited about. Like, they're both doing some things completely cool and completely right. Um, I actually love how, you know, they, they're they're telling you, hey, you're going to be able to shop around for hard drives. It's not just some mm-hmm. standard thing that you're plugging into the back of your console. I really dig that. I think that is awesome because now you're getting, you know, a lot of people don't know this, but like when you're plugging a like a hard drive into your machine, you're only getting so much speed uh, depending on the connector that you have. So seeing mm-hmm. them going, let's actually just plug it right into the motherboard uh, and do what you've done like you've always done to expand your space on your PS3 and PS4 and whatever, that's actually really awesome. That's giving me choice. Of course, it'll all be expensive, but it gives me hope that it's not going to be as expensive as time goes on, as there's more of these as they become standardized. That's the thing mm-hmm. that super, super excites me about it, but it just sucks that I didn't I didn't see anything from it. Yeah. 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 One last uh, note. Yeah. Oh, um, backwards no, I was compatibility. Say, I don't oh. know oh. why they didn't hold back on this. Like if this is what they had for GDC, but they saw everything Xbox was doing, they had to delay this and do the video presentation. Why not just sit on it until they had something ready to yep. show us? Here's the load time difference. Here's this, here's this. And if you're interested, if this sounds really cool and you're a developer, we have this deep dive that will also put you in a mild coma with Mark Cerny. Watch that if you want to. But there's still something for the rest of us that don't feel like. And that's what happened with the PS4. Coma. Yeah. Right? Like they showed us a whole bunch of cool stuff. And then they had Bungie out there. They were like, you know, yeah. like it was awesome. And then two months later, they had, you know, Mark Cerny on a couch and he was boring everybody, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. the backwards compatibility, just a quick note on that. Um, we've had some changes, but the latest on that, because I don't want to dwell in the past, PlayStation says the majority of the 4,000 games will be backwards compatibility. Xbox yeah. has actually taken a step back and said, sorry, not 100% compatibility at this point, but we expect to be there. Uh, so a lot of people have said, oh, Xbox said that. They said they took a step back and said, we, we still have to try this. I don't know if your Rock Band 4 will still play because of their peripheral and all that fun stuff. Uh, and just a just a note on that, um, Xbox, um, the original Xbox games, only 19 run on Xbox, so they, they still don't do all of them, and only half of the Xbox 360 games are backwards compatible. So, but this is the first gen we can expect to see more of that, and this is Sony's first time, really. Um, it is kind of funny that Sony did some backwards compatibility on PS3 that was actually software emulated when they were removing some of the hardware. So it's kind of interesting. Could they go back and do that too? But uh, yeah, we didn't get any backwards compatibility mentions of PS3, PS2, or PS1. So kind of sad to hear that. Um, and last note, um, just to let you guys know, the Switch can only do one teraflop. So throw that thing in the garbage. It is trash. Yeah. I mean, what's the point? <laughs> what's the point? Not, not enough teraflops. Oh, well. Moving on to the next story. This is kind of fun, actually, guys. There's another rumor about Breath of Wild 2. It seems like mm-hmm. we don't know when this game is coming out, but this sounds pretty cool. They This is coming um, from a guy called McVicker uh, on a subreddit, of course, because that's where most of the gaming leaks come out. And apparently he's uh, been known to get really... I guess, credible information. He says, um, with Breath of the Wild 2, he says, unlike the first part, the game will be linear at the beginning. Canonically, Link already knows Hyrule, so there's no point in climbing the towers again. Instead, the developers have filled the world with a miasmic version of Ganon. Until the affection is cleared from location to location, it will be impossible to move around the entire Hyrule. So, like, poison 
gas or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, In this regard, the locations are worked out much deeper than in the original, at the very least. McVicker hints at the appearance of dungeons, strongly inspired by one game that knows a lot about spreading dungeons around the open world. In general, while designing the world of Breath of the Wild 2, developers were inspired by Red Dead Redemption 2 in another unknown game. What do you think? Uh, You know those things where it's like, hey, if you woke up in the last video game that you played... How how would you be you know doing kind of thing? Um, hearing that this game starts off and there's an airborne infection polluting <laughs> the entire world that you kind of have to be scared of. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I need to play this shit anymore, man. I'm not anticipating <laughs> this at all. Give me a, give me some DLC for Animal Crossing. I'll, I'll give some Isabel some more fucking cherries. I don't know, like. I don't need this. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> this sounds all right. This is. They might be making a turn and calling it like a swarm of bees that have. <laughs> it's just bees. It's no longer an infection. Yo, if they lots call of bees. this Ganon 19, I'm losing it. Oh, like, no. that's, I'm, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Get yeah, no one This news, cool. I know that it's been inspired by Red Dead Redemption, but um, hearing that kind of worries me because Red Dead 2 wasn't good. It was a great mechanical uh, game but wasn't a fun game so that worries me um but seeing them going hey listen we're actually going to make this a little bit more linear in the beginning uh i like that uh, i i like a, I, I like a little structure of like just kind of like how the uh you know breath of the wild was is give me this island let me test out how everything works first and then go explore on the big open range awesome i like it Br- yeah. please though please bring back dungeons Yep. Uh, the shrines aren't good. Like, I'm just, I'm yeah. telling you, you got five really listen, different. What's that, Joe? Th- they might listen to you asking them to bring back dungeons if, and I'm kind of disappointed you didn't do this at first. If you break out the Red Dead voice, yes, and say please. please bring back some dungeons. Listen here, listen here. Dutch has never led me astray. By God, so listen. I love Red Dead Redemption as much as the next <laughs> man, but let me tell you something about Red Dead Redemption too. It just ain't that good. It's like a uh, it's like a dry turkey ride by God, and I can't stand it no more. It's then when I hear people preach, I'm like, by God, how many times is Dutch gonna have a goddamn plan? By God, but uh, yeah, getting back on track. <laughs> I hope you, know, you can. Uh, I hope you can brush your horse upon a, about fifteen thousand times. If I don't see horse testicles in this game, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's the secret ingredient <laughs> apparently well, like guaranteed million sellers yeah, just, by god listen here just give me a, a gosh dang dungeon <laughs> that's all i need i i didn't like i didn't like the guardians and i know like uh, uh, there's like this like little thing here if you say it on social media that like legend of zelda breath of the wild an amazing game, uh, a transformative experience, but like, isn't the greatest thing I've ever played in my entire life. And like, it has some flaws that you get crucified for it, but I'm, I'm willing, I'll be the sacrificial lamb here because uh, as much as I love that game, I did need a little bit more structure to it. I did need some dungeons that hour. Actually, those guardians sucked, man. (laughs) They weren't fun. You, you played one, you played them all. So as long as they do that, Awesome. Give me something darker, which it seems like they're doing. Really awesome. So, yeah, yeah. cool news, but we'll see if it's true. Yes. Yeah. Um, and speaking of Nintendo, we had a Switch Direct. Very quickly, guys, was there any games that they announced that were really cool to you, must plays? <sighs> Man, uh, when it comes to the Switch Direct, uh, cool that they have Bioshock. 
That's that's mm-hmm. my first one. I fell asleep during the uh, Xenoblade stuff. Yep. Just not a fan. 2K bringing a lot of their games is cool, but the thing that I feel like didn't get enough love, I don't think we saw it at all, was Fuser. Fuser is a game that I got to play at PAX East. Yeah. And Super brief show on there. Just yeah. like a clip it. It's so DJ good. game. Yeah, it's a it's a DJ game, but like <laughs> a little but Jersey like, Shore there for you, Joe. Uh, <laughs> don't talk about that shame. But like it's it's so good, it's so unique. I would have loved to see them have more time with this mm. game and show it off a little bit more. Because to me, I think it's gonna be a sleeper hit. I hope it is. Well, they yeah. needed all that time for Bravely Default too, apparently. <laughs> Jeez. I, I literally skipped past that. I, I Oh yeah forward through because i didn't watch it when it first came it's up like so like, people were already starting to talk about it and i, I was just like i, I watched a, a little bit of it and i was just like nah nah I, no what else are they going to talk about <laughs> and, I, and when i saw how much of the the direct that i skipped i was like wow i literally would have fallen asleep like where's mark cerny he needs to wake me up <laughs> um, <laughs> to get your ears <laughs> i uh I, I thought, but overall, aside from a couple of things that, you know, like I, I'm not into JRPGs, so whatever, uh, hang me up to dry, whatever I did, it's fine. It's uh, just like Joe, like you said, like if you say anything bad against uh, Breath of the Wild, I find a lot of the groups, it's like, if you don't like JRPGs, it's like, are you even a video game fan? Like you damn casual. It's like, eh, I don't care. So yeah, no, uh, like, like Persona, I'm like, I do. I want to play this game for literally a hundred hours. Yep. And it's just like, I found out they're all teenagers and everybody's talking about their favorite girl. I'm like, guys, what is this? What? A, yeah. A, come on. If you did that in real um, life, people might throw you in jail. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Good job, though. I thought looked uh, like a, a weird like I wasn't into that at all until I saw the dude slingshot the box or the projector through a wall. And I was like, "Ooh, I can cause some destruction in this one. So I might uh, might might play that one. Um, I couldn't believe Ring Fit Adventure got a rhythm game update. That was wild. Like if, if you find, if you can find the damn that game, Todd, Mark. I know oh. you're having some trouble. So I, I'm not going to I'm not going to spend too much time Where's on that one. Uh, Super Smash Brothers arms yeah super excited uh i'm guessing this is going to be uh spring man or ribbon girl but who knows they could throw out a variety of maybe different skins for a character and or they all play slightly differently or something um but but a surprise because this was one that i think they did have some uh what are they called not sticker spirits or whatever right Mm. added to this so people were saying basically if it's added as a spirit, it's probably not going to be added as a character. Uh, that's why we've seen a few spirits come up and people say, oh, that's great, but also means it probably won't be a DLC character. This might change that. So that's very exciting. Can't wait to see more about that uh, June 2020. They said they'll announce who it is and release it at the same time. Hmm. So they're just really just dropping us a tease there. Um I figure if anything is going to get my dad to buy a Switch, it's going to be Clubhouse Games 51 oh uh, Worldwide Classic. Uh, he just loves like going crazy for this, Mark. Now, People whatever. think it's like the second coming. Crazy. That's yeah. crazy. That's not. Yeah, when I see that, I'm like, everybody, settle down. Are we real? Are we really getting excited for Mahjong? What is this? Like, yeah, like come yeah. on. Get. Well, some of those games were they even really like tabletop games, like like baseball tabletop or this game? I'm like, mm. is that even a real game people played? It's so no. weird. Yeah, 
I did play like the baseball tabletop one. I, I did. It was kind of like okay. paint, uh, uh, pinball kind of oh, thing. Okay, it gotcha, was that gotcha. kind of a table. I, I did play that back in the uh, DRK that we used to have when I was a kid. Um, Ninjala, I thought looked. I'm excited cool. for that one. That looks yeah. cool. That looks 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 pretty pretty free to play. Looks free to play and looks very first party quality kind yeah. of thing. Like it has that almost Splatoon like uh, animated style. It, it looks cool if it can hold up to how good the trailer was. It, it I, I can see this actually gaining a bit of a, a following. Um, also surprised with Jedi Knight Jedi Academy and now that is pod racing pod racing coming back episode one racer Mm -hmm. uh coming soon is the only tease they gave us on that one which i was like okay well you could have released that but i'm i'm really wondering uh so i don't know if anyone knows this for the n64 version of pod racing you could actually plug in two n64 controllers and use the joysticks on them just like they would use the joysticks in the movie so uh, you know, pushing one up and pushing the other back would turn you either way, pushing them both forward. You would go pulling them both mm-hmm. back. That's how you, you, so it was almost like you could kind of set up that pod racing thing. So now that we have, uh, you know, the joy con and stuff, I'm wondering if you can kind of separate those joy con and use those in that control method, or is this yeah. gonna, just going to be like hold a and turn like a regular racing game? Oh, they uh, said, they said they're going to update it, Mark. So I assume they would make modern controls. I hope. I hope so. I hope so, man. I, I I'm excited for this one either way. It's it uh, mm-hmm. it should be, should be entertaining. Should be. How much is it? Did they say? I don't think so. If it's no. ten bucks, I'll do it. Yeah, and the, the Jedi Academy game. My son looked at it and goes, "25." Did they just port that game? It's like a twenty year old game, and it looks like a twenty year old mm-hmm. game. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it really does. Yeah, and um, it's got multiplayer I now. That yet, but yeah, that's it's kind of uh, kind of interesting. Um, yeah, I think that one's 25 Canadian. So I'm guessing, uh, $3 and 50 cents for you guys, uh, <laughs> somewhere around there. Um, but I'm, I'm guessing pod racing will be the same about, I'm guessing what, 20 bucks for you guys, 25 here, something like that. Probably. Yeah. I'm trying to find it right now. Let me see. Da, da, da. Also yeah, uh, available on, uh, Nintendo switch and PS4, no Xbox. Oh, that's strange. Weird. Super weird call there. Yeah. It's, it's strange. Um, and then last one I want to call out the fact that EA put a game on the Switch, guys. Come on. Yeah. Did you notice that? Which one? Which one? Yeah, uh, uh, Burnout yeah, Paradise Burnout. Remastered. All right. Another yeah. weirdly briefly shown game. Yes. That mm-hmm. was just like, hey, also Burnout and and moving on to whatever the hell else they showed next, Saints Row maybe. But like they they, they focused on some weird games that – could have been in this highlight reel and highlight reeled some of the games that I thought like, you know, celebrate this stuff. I don't know. Like it, it's a Absolutely. mini direct, but make it a, a direct direct and just talk about everything. We're all bored. Like, yeah, I don't know. It was weird. Yeah. It, I mean, it's kind of funny because Nintendo needed to do this because after animal crossing, they didn't have any uh, concrete release dates and what they've got yeah. coming out now. It just feels like a typical Nintendo year. One game, typically in the first half, and then they're going to backload the second half. But once again, we still don't know what is going to happen in the fall. 
this year beyond the mm-hmm. Pokemon expansion. So, and there really wasn't yep. a game for me is what I would say. So my switch is probably going to be a little quiet again, which is frustrating. Um, cause they don't get the huge third party games. Like we get like with doom and things like that. So they really rely on the smaller games, the Indies, the JRPGs, and we're going to see more of those come out. But, uh, I- I'm really excited to see what they're going to talk about with their formerly known as E3 direct, to talk about the games of the fall because they yeah. got to fill up June, July, August, September, October, November, and December. Mm-hmm. Um, and we probably won't hear from them again until then. What do you guys think? What I, I want to hear some, some wild predictions. What's their big fall game. That is not a Pokemon expansion or something like that. What are they dropping for the quote unquote E3? Yeah. What are we going to see? Paper Joe. Mario, paper Mario, Todd. Uh, God, I, I I think it's going to be um, it's going to be Mario Kart Nine. You think so? I really think so. There's two reasons why I think it's Paper Mario. Um, I think it's Paper Mario because a I have it for the Fantasy Critic League, so like, I just underbid <laughs> everybody. That's a thing? It, yeah, 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 yeah. We have the, the a trophy room one for everyone, and then me and Kyle have one, and so like. I'm betting on it. I only place a dollar on it. And if I get it for a dollar, oh my God, it is game set match. Cause now I, <laughs> you have a hundred bucks to spend. I, I'm at 75. I put $1 on, on, um, paper Mario. Holy crap. I got so much money to play with, but at the same exact time, I believe Emron Khan uh, also hinted at the fact that the Splatoon team has shifted over to paper Mario. So really? Yeah. Okay. I think paper Mario is coming sooner than people think. Um, okay. or just another, uh, it, there, there's a, there's a drought of Mario and I think this year they're going to fill that. Absolutely. Mark, what's yours? I, I got, uh, I'm, I'm hoping we see a Metroid prime trilogy collection, but for new stuff, that's not a, a bundle or a DLC or something like that. Uh, I'm hoping we get a new wave race and I will always hope we get a new wave race, but it's been a while. I think we need one. I yeah. think, uh, you know, if, if this pandemic continues through the summer, people are going to want to uh, live out that beach time fun fantasy without actually being able to go to a crowded beach. Yeah. Uh, I know that's a concern of mine. And if I don't get on the Wave Runners this summer, I'm going to need something to distract me. Mm. Can they just put Mario characters in it? Because, I mean, wouldn't that make people happy? I don't happy care what they do with it, man. That's just fine. <laughs> and it's, and it's their... on Delfino Island, and it pisses off the people that want to sit through Mario Sunshine. <laughs> you just ride past it. Can you imagine that? Pisses off Wave Race fans who want, like, a, a good, uh, you know, water jet ski racing sim and Mario fans that want Super Mario Sunshine 2. It just pisses them both off all at once, and it's just it's just that it's just the, it's just the, uh, it's just the Wii Sports uh, HD uh, Wave oh Racing. <laughs> you know what? That wasn't terrible. I mean, no, it was it was uh, definitely not wave race, but it was it was a fun distraction. Uh, I could also see them doing something like that with. Uh, I mean, they they'd probably have to rename it, but Wii Sports Two or something like that. We we haven't seen that, and the the Switch can do a lot of those like, motion controls and throwing and this and that, and they they fumbled it so much with One Two Switch. I'm sorry. Every time I think of Wii Sports, I think of when me and my brother were playing the boxing game. And uh, this is one of the best stories ever. And I'm glad I'm telling it here first. I got so mad that he won the boxing game. And my brother, like, it was an intense fight, right? We're, like, down to round three or whatever. 
and he wins and he cheers. He's like, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. As he has his hands up in the air, like you should jump in for joy. I'm so mad that I just hit him right in the nuts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was just pure instinct. <laughs> Angry little Joe. It was hilarious. <laughs> Take your aggression out in the boxing game, not by punching people in the nuts, kids. Don't it was, was banned for video game example. boxing for his whole career. <laughs> yeah, it was, the sport was the, the controversy uh, really brought the sport down. But yeah, yeah, oh, was, God, that's amazing. So I um, guess we'll. Uh, I hope we have some more video game news. But something tells me we're not going to hear a lot of from our manufacturers. For a couple of months, which is sad, but uh, uh, but we're going to wrap this up with some fun news. Um, Netflix apparently is looking to produce a video game ad- movie adaptation of Dragon's Lair, which kids, if you're really young, you may not remember this, but this is a very cool animation style video game that was more along the lines of like um, you just – it looked like a, an animated movie. It was beautiful. It was really expensive. It was a Laserdisc game. And you just essentially made choices when they asked you to that tricked you to think you were actually playing a real video game. But you really were just, uh, hey, when you hear the noise, move left or right. That was all it was. But it was awesome. It was fun. They had a cartoon back in the day. But now they want Ryan Reynolds to be in this thing. And I think this is awesome. And the fact that Netflix has already been successful with the Castlevania animated series They've uh, been successful. The Witcher. I love this. I think this is great. What do you think? Uh, I think this is really cool because of of one thing in particular. Stranger Things season one had a Dragon's Lair reference. They were playing it in the arcade, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. So, like yep. seeing them, I would love to see see them have some type of canonical thing that links them to Stranger Things. That's my biggest thing. Cool. It's like Jumanji, uh, they go into they go into Dragon's Lair. Yep, yep. <laughs> I'm really interested to see if uh, Netflix takes what they did with uh, Black Mirror, Bandersnatch, and Ooh. applies it to this. Yeah, Is well, this going idea. to be not only just a movie, but a movie in the style of the game? So the game was kind of a choose your own adventure esque when it all boiled down to it. Uh, will this give you some choices? Will this let you, as a viewer, make some choices while you're watching similar to how they, they handled that, that movie show, whatever. Um, that could be very interesting. That, that could be a whole other level of gamifying a movie based on a game kind of thing. It it could be just very, very meta and it could be just fun to watch and, and let Ryan Reynolds do his thing. But I think that level of interactivity is something that only Netflix has done. And you're, you're not seeing that from Disney plus or any of the other streaming places. And, you know, right now with things as they are, I'm wondering if people will say, okay, right now it's firing all on all cylinders, right? People are streaming as much as they can, but you know, will people start to tighten those purse strings and will the streaming services have to do stuff like, releasing movies i could see disney plus uh releasing some movies that were supposed to be in theaters but since the theaters are all closed here subscribe to disney plus and you get to see this early yeah. or something like that we we're seeing that. that a little bit with whatever yeah. right yeah and yeah. uh and i think uh onward is is hitting disney plus at the end of the month which is is crazy um so you know how's netflix going to compete with that something interactive and cool like this 
could uh, could kind of shift people back there and say, this isn't happening on Disney Plus, Hulu, or anywhere else. This is only on Netflix. And if Ryan Reynolds is not a big enough draw for a, was this, 40, 35-year-old franchise? 30? Yeah. yeah, Somewhere around there. Around there. Uh, if Ryan, Ryan Reynolds isn't enough to get people to tune into that, uh, maybe that interactivity will will be enough to just push it uh, a little bit forward. Yeah. Um, and just to let you guys know, if you really are uh, hankering for some really good video game content that is uh, like from another medium, uh, don't watch the Doom movie that is on Netflix right now. It's like <laughs> Doom Resurrection, I think is what it's called. Wow. It makes the original Doom with Rock look like a, a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Luke Lord would disagree. He would tell you oh, that that's true. it's stupid fun. And I would say, Luke, you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Luke needs to get out more. Yeah, he's been around those kids too often. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Maybe he's sick. Who knows? Yeah. Um, so, uh, Dragon Slayer. Gonna... But I did look up. Uh, it was eighty three. Mm-hmm. Uh, was the game? So it's uh, thirty six, and the show was uh, eighty four. The uh, the animated series was eighty four. So awesome. um, thirty five. Well, we're in the bonus round now. We are playing a game that Mark and I tried and didn't do very well the first time, but we're bringing it back because we've got some emotional support this time, uh, and that is ESRB Description Theater. Uh, this is where we look up a game and their ESRB uh, description, and then our gentlemen have 10 questions to guess what the answer is. So this week, I will be pitching the game to our two guests. So here we go. I will try to edit out as much as possible. This is a first-person shooter in which players assume the role of a sheriff's deputy as he battles some religious zealots. Uh, players open uh, explore the open-world environment and engage in combat missions. Players use machine guns, bows, flamethrowers, and explosives to kill enemies in frenetic combat. Combat is highlighted by realistic gunfire, large explosions, and blood spatter effects. Stealth attacks and also used to take out unsuspecting guards discreetly. Cutscenes depict additional acts of intense violence, a man shooting himself in the head, a character repeatedly being electrocuted during an interrogation scene, a man cutting a large swath of skin off a character's chest, mutilating Hmm. corpses can be found in some areas of the environment. The game contains references to sex in the dialogue, including, now it's time for me to find some P-blank to eat. (laughs) But at night, it was a goddamn (laughs) red light district, just women selling their peas everywhere. (laughs) And do not finger blast girls here. <laughs> Whoa! During the course of the game, players can consume alcohol, resulting in screen blurring effects. Several sequences uh, referencing drugs and dialogue. She took to a needle for help, like some bad pagan acid trips. They all get hooked to what is now commonly referred to as opium. Players may also consume homeopathic drugs, e.g. Fast Furious, that boosts players' abilities and skills. One drug... Blurs the screen with consume when consumed is described as surprisingly good in brownies. The world <laughs> F blank blank K and C dash and T are heard in the game. Is this Call of Juarez? Wait, Joe, you're not doing the game right. You're, you're supposed to guess questions <laughs> about it. Not just oh, okay. I just want to if you're wrong, the game point. ends. Oh, if I'm wrong, the game ends. Okay. Yes. Uh, oh, shit. All right. Um, Okay, so let's see. Ah, this is rough. That's what she said. Uh, where, <laughs> does this game take place in modern day settings? Yes. Okay, so it's modern day. 
And you did uh, just in a question. You, you did start off this description saying it was a first person game. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Um, okay. So it's modern day settings. Um, is it so? It's Western, so it's in America, correct? Yes. Okay. Uh, is the state California? No. Okay. Okay. And we're fighting the occult. We're a sheriff's deputy? Yes. Fighting the occult. Not the occult. No. Wait, you know, who are we fighting? Religious zealots. Was religious it? Religious zealots. Religious zealots. Yes. Okay. Western game where we're fighting religious zealots. I know what it is. What is it? I think. I don't want to guess, though. Western, I think I know what it is. Western is this Is this a series? Yes. I, am I, are you thinking what I'm thinking, Mark? Can we discuss it amongst ourselves? You can, yeah. Hold you on. thinking it's Wait, Far Cry? Is, yeah. I'm thinking it's Far Cry, too. Are these... Um, are, so uh, five? Right. Because four was not in the States. Right. But he said Western. Do you take out Midwest? Because that's it's Montana, right? Does this game take place in Montana? Yes. Yeah, there we go. It's Far Cry 5. <laughs> is that your final answer? That is our final answer. You got it. That was too easy. So you got to ah, be really... I have okay. to get better about deleting certain things because... Yeah. Um, the re- yeah. religious zealots was the the yeah. thing for me because I remember that was the big controversy at the time, right? It was like yep. it was like, yep, yeah, it was like, oh, you know, they're point- painting religious people in a bad light and blah blah, whatever the hell, blah, yeah, you know, America, and, uh, and uh, then, Mer- yeah, yeah, that was yeah. you know that was yep. it was it was all that kind of shit. So as soon as you said that, I was like, okay, okay, let's, yeah, and then the you know drugs and everything else, I was like, yeah, okay, it's kind of leaning me in that direction, but the, it was the religious zealots that was like a hundred percent just gave it away. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, the key to this game: eliminating just enough so it doesn't make it too easy. Yeah. And I obviously, I did not do well at that one. Do you guys want another one? I can throw one at you if you guys want. Yeah, I have one up on my yeah. screen, ready to go. Okay. okay. Um. All right. So this is an action adventure game. Uh, you play as a mercenary on a mission to hunt down and capture an evil millionaire. Uh, you traverse enemy strongholds, use an assortment of weapons uh, and firearms to kill human soldiers and uh, also different like mutated kind of enemies. Uh, battles are frenetic and accompanied by screams of pain, gunfire, very large blood splatter effects. Uh, some results or some attacks result in dismembers dismemberment or decapitation body cart body parts and bloodstains can be seen on the ground throughout. Um, you can also employ stealth attacks in which close up camera angles depict more severe damage against enemies throughout the game. The protagonist um, provides commentary um, with disgusting kind of things with uh, disgusting remarks while dismembering enemies. Um, The dialogue contains mature humor, sexual material, and innuendos. 
two less herpy cases to worry about. The pipe <laughs> I was offered gives way more pleasure, uh, etc. Other instances of mature humor include a toilet scene and the pumping up of an inflatable doll. During the course of the game, the protagonist is briefly shown reaching for and groping a woman's breasts. In another, he's depicted grabbing an inflatable doll's breast while in a hot tub. The words F space space K and shit and asshole are heard in the dialogue. Okay, could you read the first sentence? <laughs> An action-adventure game. Action-adventure game. Is this We're... on current generation of consoles? PS4, Xbox, PC, Xbox One? Yeah. Do, does backwards compatible count, or is this release? Release. Uh, I, release, yeah. yeah. No. Ooh, okay. All right, so not on current-gen be... consoles. Okay. Um, was it during... Well, is this game on consoles whatsoever? Yes. Okay. Um, is this set in modern? I mean, we call it current times. Yep. Okay. Modern, current times. We're toppling a dictator, did you say? Millionaire? A millionaire. A millionaire. Evil millionaire. Evil, Evil millionaire. millionaire. Grabbing boobies. Hopefully consensually, but from the likes of it, it sounds like it's not. Okay, he mentioned stealth moments, and he also mentioned like some weird zoomed-in kills. That's kind of throwing me off. Yeah. And you said it wasn't released on current-day consoles? Uh, the original release was Windows PC, PlayStation 3, and Xbox 360, if that's the okay. question. Okay. Um, yeah. Is this part of a series? Um no. Not part of a series. Okay. Not part of, okay, so this Last is a gen. one and done? Is that what you're telling me? Mm, yeah, I think so. Count. Okay. Hold on. I one, think one I know second. what it is. I will okay. I want to, to clarify this one. Um I just want to make sure that there wasn't I there there's not a sequel that I I believe. No. It, there was no sequel. Okay, so this was on that I know of. Not on a Nintendo system. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Is this by a um, Western developer? Uh, yeah. Okay. Action adventure. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Is this take place in a first-person perspective? No. No. Okay. Are there rappers in this game? Rappers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think I know where you're going, Joe. A little uh, blood in the sand. Is that what you're thinking? <laughs> oh no! No, no not. <laughs> Does not star a rapper. No. Okay. No rappers. Okay. Because mm. yeah, there's only like one game like, that's like yeah, as like, derogatory yeah. as what you're saying. Oh, um, remember that one game too? There was like Soldier Fortune game that was like totally disgusting and gross, and but I think that was might have been on PS2. And it ended with like a, it ended with like a rap song. Yeah, it was way up there. Yeah, because like Fifty Cent Blood in the Sand, like the main boss calls you the hard F word, and I'm like, whoa! And weren't you trying to get like a crystal skull or a jewel skull? Yep. <laughs> okay. Except you to Iraq for it. I don't even know how many uh, questions are up to you. I'm going to say 10. 
ish. Um, maybe I don't know. Were yeah. you guys keeping track? That was it. That sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, I lost count at seven, by the way, just to to use stand. I mean, to, uh, uh, well, you said close up kills, but you said stealth as well. I'm assuming standard modern weapons are used. Uh, there is a mix of weapons. Um, there's anything from melee weapons like swords and stuff, giant hammers, um, firearms are, are pistols, machine guns, shotguns, whatever you want. I'm thrown off by the hammers and the swords. Now. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck is this? Oh my I don't, god. I feel like absolutely punch me through the computer screen as soon as I tell you what it is, especially with that reveal. Hammers. Like <sighs> It was on uh, Xbox 360. It's, it was on PS3. And, and PC, yeah. It had um, swords. It had action-adventure game with swords. Was this a single-player game? Yeah. Okay. No multiplayer. No multiplayer. Because for a brief second, I mean, it, <laughs> I was thinking Stranglehold, which was a great game. deserves a sequel. Oh, gee, Stranglehold. I, uh, and for some reason, I was thinking, like... Um, Oh god! What was the one game I was thinking about? Hitman, but obviously no, uh, no, uh, no. Uh, it's not uh, a series. Yeah. It's it's a series. Yeah. Um, hmm. This was a one and done on the Xbox. It was it was later released for PS4 and Xbox One. Okay, I'll clarify That's that. Fair. But it was the That's the fair. original release was on the other system, so it was it was then ported over to current system. So you can was still this purchase and play this game. Okay, was this well received? Very. Ooh. It was very well received. Uh-huh. Oh, my goodness. We're taking down a millionaire. It's not a series, because then I was kind of thinking St. Jerome, but that's a series. Yeah. Uh... Is this a serious game? Not no. like tongue-in-cheek. Oh, it's not. So it's kind of jokey, kind of funny. Uh Overall, yeah. actually, you know what? I thought it was very well reviewed. It was it was well reviewed. It was well reviewed. Uh, still, it was it was still yeah. It was it was well received. Uh, the user score is higher than the Metacritic score, um, but it was still yeah, still pretty pretty well reviewed. But not that serious. That's interesting. Not that serious. <sighs> Is, okay, let's think about the let's think about the protagonist, Joe. Yeah. Uh, Obviously, it's a dude because is it, it's a dude. It's, okay, yeah, we're getting we get a thumbs up on that, Mark. It's a dude. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you that for free. Yeah, because yeah. well, you. Yeah. you know it's again you, you grow up in women. It has to be you know <laughs> that that dude wrote that. You know what I mean? Uh, is this oh. Okay. Is this based on a? Is this a licensed property? It's based on. Yes. Okay. Ooh. okay. Now wait a second. Okay. I don't know okay. how many questions are Is it okay? Is this superhero? Mm, yes. <gasps> oh, is oh Joe? It. Is this is this um a superhero game? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> Uh, okay. okay, I got it. I got it. I got. I, it. I got it too. I got it's, it too. Because it, yep. it's Deadpool. Yep, Deadpool. That was a great game. Yeah. I actually enjoyed that game a lot. 
Okay. Congratulations, fellas. No one can see, but I am holding up a Deadpool bobblehead right now, which was the inspiration for me picking this game and is always on my desk. Um, Was it? Yeah, that was a good one, man. I thought I stumped you guys, and we in that game. Yeah. What was that? Wasn't there a scene, a love scene between him and Death? Oh, I. uh, It was like a weird cutscene that was actually very, very funny, and there was a rap. (laughs) There was a rap song in that game. Okay. All right, that's why I said it's not like, starring a rapper because I couldn't yeah. remember if there was a cameo or just a song or something. So I was uh, I was a little tricky when I, when I was answering that one. Um, yeah, so the this the swords and giant hammers plus guns kind of makes a little bit more sense now. Um, yeah, yeah, there you go. I like this game. I did too. Yeah. Good. High Moon Studios. Yeah. Oh yeah. shoot! All right. Yeah, well, there you go, High Moon. I did have to check. I was like, I, I'm pretty sure they're American, but they could be like one of those like weird. They're in England or right. Switzerland, something like that. That I wasn't sure. So like, while you guys are asking questions, I'm like, googling like High Noon Studios. Like, okay, yeah, they're they're American. They're American. Okay, cool, 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 cool. They're in San Diego. All right, cool, cool, cool. Uh, what's the Metacritic score? Because I know like the. GameStop score was like 4.2 out of 5, like just while I was Googling things. Yeah. Um, 95% rating on Google, uh, like for user rating, but I think like the Metacritic is like somewhere around 66 or something like that. So, or like 60, 63, somewhere. Anyway, so um, yeah, so it's, uh, it was, it's pretty, uh, yeah, you, you guys had some some great questions in there too. Yeah, there's a great cutscene uh, with Death where she starts singing crazy to Deadpool. Everyone on a boat. <laughs> this game is crazy. Yeah, and credit uh, rap song is also awesome. Yeah, yeah. pretty good. Yeah, that's awesome. Good stuff. Awesome. Well, that was a more successful time, Mark. I think we're getting better. Yes, yeah. I think so. Yeah, awesome. Great. Well, that is it for the show, uh, Mark. But before we wrap this up. We do want to announce the winner of the code. And that winner for the three month Xbox Game Pass is Mr. Luke Lore. Like a like he's like he needs an extra three month game pass. Yeah. What a piece of trash. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll be reaching out to Luke and getting him that code. But we still have a code for Round Guard on Xbox. So if you would like that code, uh, give us a review or uh, call us on the hotline. And you can do that at 872-225-2496. Joe, thank you for joining us. How thank can people catch you on the interwebs? Yeah, well, first off, thank you guys, because this is fantastic. I had a blast. Uh, and yeah, you can find me over at Bad Big Games. We talk about all things game news, reviews, and unboxings. I just unboxed the GeForce RTX 2080 Ti Cyberpunk Edition. <laughs> it was fun. It's a fun video. Please check it out. YouTube is being YouTube, and it's not putting it out to places, and it's making me sad. Uh, also, you can find me over at the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast, uh, where we, me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, greatest, and all things PlayStation each and every Thursday. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, wherever you get into RSS feed. You can find us there. So please rate us five stars, which, Todd, you did. You did it. Thank you, by the way. I'm going to shout you out next uh, next week's episode. I literally, I literally looked at it yesterday. I was like, yes. I got to go see if I rated you guys. I can't remember if I have or not. Because you wouldn't be able to see it because the Canadian ratings are different. But you're my favorite PlayStation podcast. So I got to make, make sure that I have. Yeah. yeah. And folks, if you 
do not, and this is fun, if you have a PC, you can still have iTunes, and you can still review things. You don't need an iPhone. It's true. So there you go. Uh-huh. It's true. But you Hack should get fast. an iPhone because it's better. I do not. Sorry, Joe. <laughs> I'm going to disappoint you with that. But oh well. Uh, well, that is it for the show, folks. Um, you can always follow myself at Tioxtra, at Mark, at the Canardian, uh, at Secret Friends You. Uh, we have a Facebook group and a page. We'd love to hear from you folks. Give us future topics to discuss or games you'd like us to talk about. Mark, we are done. Thank you, buddy. We'll talk to each other in two weeks. Thanks, everyone. Stay safe. Take care of each other. Wash your hands. And remember, folks, even though you can't do it in person, it's always better to game together online. Shit. It's clear. Oh, hell.